0: It's the Grateful Badass Podcast. Are you on a quest for living a meaningful life filled with gratitude? Well, the Grateful Badass Podcast is just for you. With inspiring topics and badass guests doing badass things, this show is all about grateful living, badass style. Hey there, this is your host, Grateful Badass. Thank you so much for joining me. Super excited to be back with you on today. It is on oh, happy friday to you and yours hope your weekend is going to be fabulous and hope it's going to be warm also in your area of the country wherever you may be thank you so much for joining me the grateful badass podcast It's such a blessing to share with you. I'm grateful for for my platform. Of course, I'm grateful for my platform and sharing with you, whether or not you, wherever you are, on your way to work, on the subway, in the car, on the treadmill, wherever you may be, washing dishes. Thank you for sharing with me. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. Thank you for sharing the Grateful Badass Podcast with a friend. Okay, so what's going on in oh in the in the news? Starbucks is obviously doing the most too too much they're doing, and um, so I think I will be saving about ten to twenty dollars per month. Yay me for that! And thank you, Starbucks. Oh oh, seriously though, I really recommend Starbucks that you you make really good use of your racial bias training that you are closing your stores across the across the country for, and um. I appreciate the effort, and I hope that it is successful for you, so we won't see incidents such as what happened in Philadelphia um, over the last week or so. Alright, and also, rest in peace for Barbara Bush. She's a class act, the former first lady and mother of George W., and she passed at the age of 92. What is What a tremendous blessing to live to 92 years of age. So, rest in peace to Barbara Bush. Alrighty, so, oh, and I have a free gift for you. It's a free ebook on the Grateful Badass blog, gratefulbadass.com. Please claim your ebook. Go to gratefulbadass.com and check it out. The ebook is called Grateful Living Badass Style. Put a little work and effort into it. It's a precursor to another project that's coming out soon. And I just want to get your feedback on the ebook. Check it out. You have access to the ebook at gratefulbadass.com. It's free, fully free to you, my listeners, and I. Um, just a token of my appreciation. So if you have not, before I jump into topic for today, if you have not checked, if you didn't have an opportunity opportunity to listen to episode, uh, the last week's episode, episode 33, check it out. I had a good friend, Leah Faith Williams, owner and founder of Let's Talk Wine, which is an, an event wine tasting company. So if you have a bridal shower or a summer event, spring event, co- event coming up, um, check out Let's Talk Wine and let me know uh, how it goes. Alrighty, cheers. So this is episode 34. And let me give you a little background. I'm flying solo, by the way. The last two weeks I've had guests, so I'm back to just you and I. Yay, I missed you, just you and I. So the topic for today is and I'll give it to you in a second. It was basically, if it was basically inspired by a, another podcast. And I do listen to different podcasts. I am a pod a fan of podcasts, not just my own. I'm gonna do a blog post with my ten favorite, most favorite blo- uh, podcasts and share with you. But this was Dear Sugars, and one of the co hosts of Dear Sugars is author Cheryl Strayed. Yes, that's right, Cheryl. Let me see yes cheryl strayed author of wild uh you've seen the the book and also the movie of the same title featuring reese witherspoon so cheryl strayed um co-host of dear sugars she had as a special guest on one of her episodes was hillary clinton and hillary was on promoting her new book what happened i gotta check that book out i haven't read it just yet but it is on my list I am a fan, fan of Hillary Clinton. I know that many are not, and that's a good segue into our, our um, topic for today. But Hillary Clinton was on speaking of, well, of course, what happened with the election and speaking on her career of being a successful attorney, a successful senator out of New York and her life and speaking, she was also speaking on... Um, her the backlash is she's that she's received over the years in regards to being an ambitious woman, a go-oriented woman, and I was thinking uh, she was speaking on going back to law school, and of course it was a predominantly, it still pretty much is a little bit, all right. But pre- back then when she was in law school, said predominantly, I think she said she was maybe one of two or three women in her class, her law school class, and just the backlash from, from guys, the competitiveness from, from other, from the men, from her professors, which were obviously uh, predominantly male, and just the, just going into her career from law school, undergrad, undergraduate, and then all, all the way up to the present day, and just the backlash that she's received from being goal oriented, you know? So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm really inspired Uh, the the podcast today, the episode for today, because I, of course, am an ambitious woman. I always have been. It is who I am. I make no apology for it. And so we're going to get into that. So the topic for today is number 34, ambitious women, goals, aspirations, backlash. Ambitious women, goals, aspirations, backlash backlash. All right, I'm going to start with a quote for you from the notorious RBG, Ruth, Supreme Court Justice, I retired now, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And she says, "I ask no favor for my sex. All I ask of our brethren is that they take their feet off our necks." Ha! How about that, RBG? That's what I'm talking about. I ask no favor for my sex. All I ask of our brethren is that they take their feet off our necks. And I definitely second that. So I, in speaking in, 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 in preparing for this episode and thinking on the subject of, of course, I am an ambitious woman. You know, there's the podcast. I've had, I made um, accomplishments in the past, successful accomplishments. There are many things that I want to do. There's many things that I have failed at, many things that I have been really good at there's a lot that I want to do. Extremely goal-oriented. And I feel I'm, I'm curious. I have a extreme level of curiosity, and which just propels my uh, endeavors. And so, yes, ambition, ambitious is, is who I am. And like I say, I said, I make no apologies for it. So I have four that I was thinking when I was, you know, when I was preparing for this episode, and ambition. I know that I'm not the only one, of course I'm not the only one, so ambitious women out there, I want to hear from you, and I also want to shout out to the brothers and the men that support ambitious women, this podcast is not just for women, it's for male, it's for men and women, so basically I want to hear what you have to say, but here we go, number, there are four areas that ambitious women, unfortunately, what we face daily, number one victimized we're often victimized for either hmm let me see what do they say we're doing too much we want too much out of life we have to make explanations for wanting different things wanting to be an entrepreneur a business owner um Uh, go back to school to obtain a phd or a medical degree just doing too much you know we get side eyed from a lot of different family side eyed from friends sometimes we get side eyed from a lot of different people when society and culture i believe has placed this these barriers on us and of course the gender gap because on the other end of the spectrum men when they have these ambitions they are seen as just um they are rewarded they are supported and they are they're they're not questioned i can tell you that they're not questioned as women ambitious women are when it's on the the shoe is on the other foot it's on the other gender so victimized number one negatively labeled the b words you know Labeled as bitch, labeled as bossy, and bossy not as in a good, not as you see, oh yeah, she's a boss. No, I mean labeled as bossy as in girl, go sit down somewhere, you're doing too much. Like I said at number one, bossy, if we speak our mind and we make space for ourselves and our ideas and our suggestions, we are negatively labeled. And of course, society and culture has just placed the these negative connotations on ambitious uh, women that speak up and speak out for themselves and for their communities number three we must choose we who what do we have to choose we have to choose between being mothers either you're a mother or you have a career either you're a wife or you have a career you apparently cannot do both and you cannot do both well it seems as though we have to choose if you i know women if you are in your early 20s and you're inching toward 30 if you're not married you definitely have the side eye by family community strangers (laughs) basically and if you you don't have children by a certain age you are side-eyed by family community uh strangers and we seems as though we have to choose and that's so unfortunate because men do not obviously have to choose anything they can have it all they can have the career they can have the wifey they can have the children and you know and they are not questioned cardi b right now big ups to cardi b yes i do support cardi b she is doing her thing and she's humble and she grinds and she hustles and she works hard. And I think she's funny, and I, I'm, I'm really happy for her success. But, of course, her she has to address her fans. Lately on The Breakfast Club out of New York, she has to f- address her fans, telling her basically, oh, a child right now is not good for you, you're going to uh, thwart your career, and maybe you should rethink that. And LaCardi B is like, oh, why can I not have both? I'm 25 years old. I'm a millionaire. Obviously, I can take care of my kid and I want to have both, and I will have both. Big ups to her, especially in, in in choosing. I've never felt as though I had to choose. My life has been far from a linear, uh, following a linear fashion or a time frame. I have gone from being an early um, a mom at the early ages, uh, early twenties to from that going to law school and from that from there getting married and then having another child and from that going back to school and moving relocating to New York City and um just you know just I have always felt as though I do not and will not choose why not Surely I have had to make certain concessions as a mom and as currently, you know, as as of a, a number of years, a single mom, there's certain concessions that I have to make, there's certain jobs and professional um, aspirations, certain things that I cannot or I have to do a workaround. I'll say that I can't, I won't say I cannot do certain things, but I want to say that I have to plan accordingly. And I have a tight, tight schedule so that I can make everything happen and make it happen in a nice and flowing fashion for my family, for myself and my children. So, and all the balls are kept up in the air. So we have to choose. Number three, seems like, seems as though society and culture that makes us choose between professionalism, being a professional or being a nurturing wife or mother. And number four, it seems as though ambitious women, we have to bring our own chair to the table. There's no space for us sometimes. We have to basically bring our own chair to the table and make make our own place, do our own thing. And then, you know, the support and the whatever else will come later. So we have to just make our own moves and make things happen for ourselves, especially male-dominated um, careers, um, such as le- the legal profession, such as politics. And, you know, I know that Stacey Abrams out of Georgia is the, a black woman running for governor. So very proud of that. And so she is doing big things, setting a, a tremendous example for uh, little girls all over. And, of course, Michelle Obama spoke on that recently with that famous speech of uh, women and girls just really striving high and, and just doing our thing. So that's what I have in regards to ambitious women, things that we face, victimized, negatively labeled, the B's and B word, must choose between family and career. And we have to bring our own table. We have to make our own space and for our voices to be heard. All right, and so I came up with a game plan. And I know you ambitious women, you already have your game plan going on and you're doing your thing and you're making your moves. And once again, big ups to the brothers and the men that support us. So here we go. The five-point game plan. We have to be strategic. We have to visualize and plan and then act and make things happen. We, no one is going to do it for us. We have to move past the naysayers and be be strategic and make things happen on our behalf. And so that's what we do. Number two, we write your ideas down, ambitious women. I was reading something that says we need to write down at least 10 ideas a day and, of course, move from there and act on them just to get those ideas out of our heads so that we are, you know, moving forward, onward and upward. Number three, we have to remain focused and keep our composure, remain focused, do whatever we have to do, take care of ourselves, keep our composure by self-care and self-love, taking care of our bodies and our well-being meditation is what I like to do just sitting quiet and being still in the early morning hours and just gathering my thoughts that's my that's those are my tools those my tools in my toolbox in order to um continue on this path of being an ambitious woman a goal oriented woman number four we have to become a little hard of hearing and that's advice from the notorious RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She says that you have to become a little hard of hearing. You know, the naysayers with the backlash sometimes it's family sometimes it's friends unfortunately we have to become you know what we're describing and that's another thing be careful who you describe your vision and your plan to some things sometimes you have to keep some things to yourself and then you you know you come out out with it once it's done and everything is is, it's on board and everything is, is is about to happen but when you're in a planning stage sometimes you have to guard your hearts and your minds in regards to what you have those ideas remember you're writing down sometimes you have to guard your heart and your mind and your ideas and your plans and keep it to yourself or just a select few that you know are in your corner the ride or live people but anyway number four become a little hard of hearing when it comes to people because people are always going to talk and of course that's the backlash in the episode title and finally number five like I said earlier, we have to bring our own chair, be prepared to bring your own chair to the table, make your space known, make your, excuse me, make your voices heard and known. Sometimes you have to speak out and speak up on your behalf. No one is going to speak for you. Bring your own chair to the table, to the boardroom, to the community room, wherever, to the, to the, um, teachers meetings, whatever you find yourself in in the need of speaking up on your behalf so that you can live and you can achieve those goals and aspirations. And I'm going to end with a quote by none other than Shirley Chisholm and here we go. She says, "If they don't give you a seat at the table, bring a folding chair." You've heard of that before. If they don't give you a seat at the table, bring a folding chair. All right, that's what I have for you today. I'm so very excited about this topic, I'm passionate. I hope you can tell that I'm very passionate about this topic. Of you know, we don't have to dim ourselves down. Ambitious women, be who you are, shine bright. The world needs to hear from you. The world needs your ideas and your services. And you know, people are will talk, but remember, become a little hard of hearing. Huh? What was that you? What was that you had to say that didn't sound so supportive? Oh, I didn't get that. Okay. Yeah, keep it moving, ambitious women. And thank you to the men and the brothers that support us. We appreciate you. We love you. And so that's what I have for you today remember go and check out on gratefulbadass.com. check out the ebook that i have for you let me know what you think because it's a prequel to something a little bit bigger along the same lines and that's ebook of grateful is called grateful living badass style of course it is grateful living badass style share this podcast if you like what you hear with from my guests oh and give me suggestions of people you would like to hear on the podcast i definitely would love to hear suggestions And I will definitely send out invitations for having some badass guests doing badass things on the Grateful Badass podcast. So I'm going to wrap things up. So, oh, what am I reading? I'm reading Exit West, Wrapping Up Exit West by Mohsin Ahmed. And moving on, Ahmed, and then moving on to Drop the Ball. I'm reading that with the Association of Black Women Attorney, an organization that I'm a part of here in the city. And we're reading... um, Last month, well, I know you heard that I was reading An American Marriage by Tayari Jones, but now we're off to Drop the Ball, Achieving More by Doing Less. And that book is dead on in regards to my topic for today. So read along with me, Drop the Ball by Tiffany Dufu, and let me know what you think about that. And also, let me know what you are reading, Uh, fiction, nonfiction. I read all genres, so I want to hear what you have that maybe I am not on to just yet. So I'm signing off, follow me on social social media, the blog, GratefulBadass.com, GratefulBadass on Instagram, GratefulBadass on Twitter and Facebook, and I'm signing off, this is Grateful Badass, and as my maternal grandmother would always say, have a good day today and a better day tomorrow. Bye!